When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Leon Dreisaitl from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. All right, Oilers Flyers tomorrow on 630 Chad, 3.30 face-off show game at 5. The Rangers lead the Canucks 2-0 halfway through the first, just getting underway, wild at stars. Just the two games in the NHL tonight. The Oil Kings in Moose Jaw, it's 1-1 with two and a half minutes left in the first period. He joins us every two weeks here on Inside Sports. He is presented by Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty, former Edmonton Oiler, now broadcaster. It is Luke Gazdick. Luke, how are you doing? Good read. How about yourself, buddy? I am doing great. Nice to have you on the show. You had a good time in Cayman Islands just to wrap up uh, one of the things we talked about last time. Yeah, good trip down to Cayman, uh, back in Toronto now, took in uh, the All-Star break mostly here uh, in the city and uh, ready to go for the second half here. All right. Uh, I want to talk to you about an All-Star weekend skills competition, the All-Star game. The consensus on my show on uh, Monday was that most people are like, whatever, (laughs) with some (laughs) of the stuff. But I want to ask you, what event do you think you would be good at for the skills competition? Well, I think this weekend was a bit of a disaster. I think there's just too many too many problems with it. It, it was too long. It wasn't an interactive enough for the fans. Um, I think we got to get back to basics and do some of the, just the old school meat and potatoes events. Uh, and if I'm going in that direction, it's got to be hard a shot for me. Uh, I got to take part in, I believe, two or maybe even three, all three years I was there. I got to think about it. Uh, skills competitions with the Oilers and I actually won hardest shot when I was a rookie I don't know if you remember that but I was uh I was in with all the defensemen it was like seven defensemen and me and uh I was like the only forward to to hit over 100 I think Anton Belov also got over 100 but I shot at like 102 miles an hour all the boys are like where did that come from and I was like well boys you don't get the chance in in four minutes of ice time you don't get the chance to wind up a slap shot every game uh, now that you mentioned that, I, I think I have a vague memory of it. So congratulations, yeah. and my apologies for not remembering. Did you, like, okay, so did you have any concept of how hard you could shoot the puck, though? Were you thinking, oh, I'm going to hit 198, whatever? No, but I I thought I, I knew I had a hard slap shot. Um, I, I just thought I was going to be kind of average to the D, you know, in the 90s somewhere. I did. I really didn't want to get embarrassed. I was like, what if my shot's only like 85 or something? And I think it's this big, huge clapper. Um, and, you know, I got up there and I remember Ben Scrivens said, hey, um, use your momentum, get, like get some speed. Like that'll, it'll give you a couple extra miles. And so I came in flying. Like I was, I was at like a half speed, but like faster than most guys go in there. And yeah, just 
shot it away right in the middle of the net and uh yeah i think it was 100.2 or something like that yeah. 101.2 something like that oh yeah. not, not that you were keeping track for future reference or anything like that but oh yeah i gotta hold that one man <laughs> gotta take the wins when we can right uh so did you i'm, I'm wondering how the players well i mean i'll ask you your experience because it's a it's a busy season so usually the the skills competition has often been in the afternoon. So a practice and then do skills while the fans come in. This year they actually did the skills in the evening, right after Christmas. And I wondered how the players felt about that. Like seriously, a night off. But what was your experience of just doing the the whole just, hubbub around the skills? Yeah, honestly, I had never done anything like that um, until I got to Edmonton. So when I saw it on the schedule, I was asking the boys like, "Hey, what's this all about?" And uh, I really didn't expect it to be full or anything like that. Like, uh, um, and, and when I got out there, it was Rexall was sold out. It was lively. It was loud. The fans were right on the glass. And I remember guys had their phones out and were Snapchatting and you know taking live video. Like it was awesome. And I remember going to to play in San Diego. You'll love this. And I sat beside in our practice rink. Um, just outside San Diego with the Gulls, I sat beside Sam Steele, Edmonton native, yep. in, uh, in the in the practice rink room. And he said to me, like, one of the first days there, he's like, guys, I'll never forget watching you in the skills competition with the Oilers. And I was like, Steeler, what were you doing at Rexall? At the, like, he's play, I think he was playing in the Western League at the time. And I was just like, what were you doing at the skills competition? But it just goes to show you, like, people in Edmonton love the oil and 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 will buy into anything that, you know, the team puts on. And it was just a great experience. Well, this year they had their dogs on the ice. They did a little. Oh, I did see thing. that. So, yeah, I, I did see that little dog race, but it, it was good. They they do a really good job at it. Uh, I'm not sure who's who's in charge of kind of game day operations and stuff these days, um, these days out there. But it uh, they're definitely doing a good job for sure. All right. Well, that's uh, and I guess I'll wish you a very belated congratulations on winning the hardest <laughs> shot. Though I assume I probably interviewed you after it happened, and unfortunately. I'll admit, I, I, I didn't uh, capture that memory as well as I should have. Luke Gassett joining us on Inside Sports. Oilers wings last night. Before I get to a very interesting tweet you put out about these uh, two teams, Detroit, it is hockey town. They got Little Caesars Arena. But before that, of course, uh, they had the Joe. They had the Joe is right. And I have a video on my phone to this day that I still watch and show people. Uh, I rarely, I have my phone before pregame when I'm listening to music and stuff, but I put it on airplane mode so that I don't get, you know, texts and stuff coming through while I'm trying to prepare. And I took a video on the bench of the puck triangle right before warm up and just kind of view, pan out all of Joe Louis Arena because I remember sitting there and just being like, this is so cool. Like the the visiting room had all the names of coaches and guys that have played and their four Stanley Cup uh group with you know Darren McCarty and, and those guys that are in that in that class. And it, it's just it was such a surreal rink. Like it was falling apart. We know that, right? It, it kind of reminded me of old Rexall where crap there we had buckets on the floor because there was rain coming through there was water coming through the ceilings and leaks and stuff but uh just a really cool arena and i still haven't got to little caesars i never played there and i've never seen the rink so i've heard it's really nice but man nothing can replace the joe and that press box there that you probably uh got to experience no no because i don't travel remember so i haven't been up oh, there. Yeah, what's, what's, what's right. was what was up there oh my goodness it's like 
it's honestly it's not a press box it's just like the top row of the bowl like there's there's no like you just walk up like two or three stairs above the last you can literally touch the fan sitting in front of you and i was sitting like beside ken holland and like yuri fisher they're like the seat next like there's no rows there's no boxes like it was crazy to get by people you literally gotta kind of you know do the airplane the, the airplane aisle walk through it's it, it was bizarre so, so. so you were a scratched player sitting by the opposing general manager i think i was two seats down they had like, like they were in were... booths like at like at rogers you got your own room to watch oh yeah no i just had my chair like just my designated chair and i think it just said visiting team scratches and it's just like two two or three and i remember it was somebody it was an older vet that got scratched that night too that said i'm not going up there and i was just like well i'll go check it out and i, I think i did the first period and i was like this is crazy i'm going downstairs that's, that's, so I didn't always like that for the for the scratches. That's yeah. that's nice. You get to hear the other team's fans commenting on. Uh, uh, well, if there's a teammates. press box, if there's a press box connoisseur or anyone that could write a magazine article about it in Sports Illustrated, it's probably <laughs> that's, me. That's, well, fair fair enough. We'll we'll do that someday. We'll rank all of them or do a top ten or something like that. But I okay, I do want to get to this. You posted this uh, this morning. On Twitter, great game in Detroit last night versus the Oilers. Do you think we could see a potential Stanley Cup final between these two teams in the next couple of years? Uh, I, I agree. Good game for the Oilers. A lot of guys came through because I didn't think Leon and Connor were as uh, active as they usually are. Uh, but you're that high on where the wings might be headed, do you think? Yeah, to be honest, I didn't think it was as far-fetched as as the thought was. Uh, it didn't get great reaction, but I think it was more so because people think Detroit is that far away. And I just don't think they are. I, I don't think – I think with Stevie Y behind the helm, you every move he makes is calculated. And you can see the job and in the time span that he did in Tampa. Like, we're looking on year two or three here. Um, he's already got Lucas Raymond and Marit Sider in there, and he's just making making good moves. He signed guys in the offseason that were going to UFA. He's going to get some picks back here because it doesn't look like their playoff, playoff hopes are, are too good. But obviously with the Oilers, I just see them, in my mind, I see Leon and Connor winning multiple cups. Uh, that's a tweet that's coming at some point for me, but... I have this vision of them breaking through at some point, and once it happens, I honestly think I could see these two guys together, 29 and 97, winning multiple cups together in Edmonton. And then when I look at the Eastern Conference, Boston's Boston, I mean, Bergeron, Krejci, these guys are done soon. They're core. They'll always be up there. But I like Stevie Y and the way the wings are going, and I just didn't think it was that far-fetched of a situation and something we could probably see in a couple of years down the line. Well, I like Cider a lot. I, I know he's minus on the season, but that pass he made last night to set up the second goal, to me, that's an eyes in the back of his head type pass. It really is. And I there was even a play in the third period where Tyson Barry, I believe it was on the power play, whacked a one-timer, and it hit him. Like, it was probably a 100-mile-an-hour shot. We are just talking about a harder shot. Hit him right in the shin pad, and you could see him kind of wince for a second. He grabbed his gloves and then just took a breath and, like, Stood back on it, went right back into the play, and I was like, "Whoa, this is a tough, this is a tough cookie here." Like, he knows how to reverse hit. He's he's smart. He's skilled, and uh, I don't know. There's something in the water there in Germany, eh? They're they're producing some some yeah, good players. True. These days. What do what do you think of uh, of Dayharnay? There was a good shot last night. He's like 
he's got like two guys tied up in the scrum and then he just eliminates the guy going in to help uh Fabry yeah. against Kulak at the end of the game yeah I think I've been in that position a couple times before where I'm grabbing two two or three guys out of a pile to to get to somebody but you know I, Louis was kind of you know hesitating to say it on air uh but it, it was just guys punching each other with their gloves on like every scrum was just 10 15 seconds of guys just throwing pillows with their gloves and i was just like you know what after a while just drop your gloves and go if you're gonna go or or just blow the whistle and give the guys penalties like i don't want to see glove punching scrums it's just to me it was embarrassing it was like not for day rna but like it's after a while just drop your gloves and just beat the wheels off someone there were a lot there were some partners there that i think probably could have gone and just a new it's a new game it's a new, well i think costin uh, was telling Hronik that I did the, see that, that one. Scrub. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Costin did say, "Hey, you want to, you know, you want a piece of this?" And Ronick didn't even look at him. So, I'm sure, uh, I'm sure that was one. But I, I just, you know me, I'd love to see a couple. So, what would you say to a guy when he, he, so when if you asked a guy, would he just skate away? Would he say no? Would he say later? Or would he just say you're a big dummy? I mean, like, it depends. It would depend who it is. I didn't. I didn't really go after guys that I knew were really going to fight me if push came to shove. Um, but if I did get in that position, I would grab a guy if I knew he wasn't going to, and I'd say, you know, you're not supposed to be doing this, right? It's you know, like, like get out of here. Like it, it didn't take much for for something to for something to happen. But I mean, there just are still some guys in the league that spray your goalie on every whistle, and they'll stand over top of your goaltender, knowing that's. You know, they're going to try the the Michael Buntings of the league and the Brad Marchands maybe five years ago. He's a little bit better these days, but there's still those little guys in the league that just used to drive me nuts. All right, Luke, hang on the line. I want to get more from you. I want to ask you about playing in Philadelphia where the Oilers are tomorrow. Luke Gazdick joining us on Inside Sports. As always, he's presented by our friends at Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates, Alberta injury lawyers. Go to jameshbrown.com. Hope you're having a good evening. Inside Sports on 6.30, Chet. Luke Gazdick checking in tonight. All right, a couple more for you here. I know you touched on this last year when we had you on before you were a regular guest, but I'll tee you up for it again. Philadelphia, the fans. Oh boy, where do we start with these Flyer fans? You know what? What are you? Are you leading into the Super Bowl? Is that is that this where this going with the Eagles well, or something? Uh, whatever you want, whatever you. I do want your pick. Oh, I figured. We're done. I was like, why are we talking about? It? But, but whatever. Play, well, uh, you know, Oilers are there tomorrow, so I know it's. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh my goodness, their schedule. Yeah, listen, Philly. I never got treated well there. It was a place that I was terrified to go play, but at the same time, I loved it. 
And it was even worse when we were with Jersey. I think I mentioned this last year, where I thought the rivalry would be Devils Rangers, Devils Islanders. It was Devils Flyers. When when Philly came to town or we went to Wells Fargo in Philly, it was like, you, you talk about scrums after every whistle, that was the entire game, but fights. Like, I'm talking fights, hits. I remember the one with Jay Rosehill where I separated my shoulder, getting a getting a beer thrown at me or something on the way out. And, you know, I was sitting in the penalty box one time and they're right on top of you. I don't discredit Ty Domi for what he did that, whatever it was, 15 years ago at all after I finally got to play in Philly because those fans stuck. So when you get a beer thrown at you, there's a that's a great quote by the way. When you get a beer thrown at you as a player, because I'm sure you've heard a lot and you probably don't even hear much of it. But when a fan actually physically interacts with you, even if it's with a thrown object, is that where you're kind of like, okay, come on, get that guy out of here. My first thought was I was like, guys, this isn't 1985. Like, this isn't the Broad Street Bullies. Like, like we're, we're in modern day here. We can be throwing things at the players. So I just remember just laughing about it, just being like, if that guy, if that's all that guy has to look forward to is to throw his $13 beer, which it is in Toronto, and waste the whole thing on me, then... You go for it. But you know, I'm that's pre- the highlight of his life, though, for that yeah, Philly exactly. guy. He's probably till, and- still telling the story. I, I throw a beer at Gazdek after his fight. Yeah, buddy, have fun paying for another $13 of the beer there on the concourse there, bud. That's amazing. Okay, who are you picking, Chiefs or Eagles? Uh, after saying all that about Philly, I, I'm going with the Eagles. I just I, I respect Pat Mahomes, and I hope he has an unbelievable game, one of the best quarterbacks we will ever see. But they just beat up on my bills every year, and I'm sick of it. And the more they win, the harder it is is going to is going to be for Buffalo. So, I'm uh, fly Eagles fly on Sunday. Give me a I score. Lost. Give me a score. Uh, 27-23 Eagles. And right. uh, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a great game. Okay, you're the first uh, on the record pick for this week. Usually we save these for Friday, and we'll get fans doing their picks on Friday. I'll do mine on Friday. Uh, but you're the first one to put a, something officially on the record. You, If you are correct, the team and the exact score, you will win an Inside Sports canned ham, which I know you will cherish if you get it. Unbelievable. Looking forward to it. Right on, Luke. <laughs> Thank you very much. That is Luke Gazdick checking in. Now with Sportsnet, of course, a former member of your uh, Edmonton Oilers. Always love his stories. They weren't nice to him in Philly. My goodness. The uh, Gazdick appearance, courtesy Avalon Foundation Repair, Western Canada's leading basement waterproofing company for over 50 years, home of the lifetime warranty. Luke will join us again in a couple of weeks. So we have our first uh, official pick for uh, the Super Bowl on Inside Sports with the score. We'll concentrate more on this on Friday, Kellen. But with a couple of our regular guests, we have to get them in today. So Gazdick's taking Eagles 27, Chiefs 23. I did mention yesterday on the uh, face-off show with Stop, he's taking the Eagles, I'm taking the Chiefs. I haven't given my score yet, guaranteed to be correct. I'll do that uh, on Friday. Okay, 780-496-0063. Well, this is going to get a little crazy. Jack Michaels, the native of Pennsylvania, will educate us on the uh, finer details of his home state. He's coming up after the 7 o'clock news, and Kelly Rudy will check in between 7.30 and 8. Inside Sports on Chet. Talk to you in a few minutes.